Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Inside OSU podcast. I'm Molly Chagru. If you're an incoming freshman or the parent of a student who is going to be living on campus, you might want to have a pen and paper ready for today's podcast because our topic is about moving into the residence halls. Now, for most students, it's the first time they're moving away from home and living on their own, and it's hard to know what to expect. I sat down with the Director of Housing and Residential Life at Oklahoma State, Dr. Leon McClinton. He gave me tips on how to make your dorm space feel bigger, a list of items you should not bring with you, and advice for dealing with a roommate you don't have a lot in common with. Also, if you're on the top floor and have a lot of things to carry, a unique group called Cowboy Carriers is ready to help save you on move-in day. So here's the interview with Dr. Leon McClinton on this week's Inside OSU podcast. As you can imagine, um, so many people are moving in at once. And as the day progresses, we, we open up at 8 a.m. And as the day progresses, we get more and more students and parents moving in. And um, we are, I'm excited to share with you that um, we will be in our fourth year of our Cowboy Carriers program, which is a move-in volunteer program. We ask many of our staff, faculty, and current students, also members of the community, to come out and give about two hours of their time to help our students move in. Um, we have You'll have some students that will get into Stillwater and see all these cars and all these people and be pretty intimidated. And we think that a Cowboy Carrier our Res Life staff um, can extend a warm greeting. Welcome to OSU. We're happy to have you here, and we're going to help you move in. Can really put many students at ease. So move-in day, pretty hectic. Lots of cars, lots of people. Is there some sort of checklist that people can go through the night before to make sure they are prepared for all of that? Absolutely, Molly. I tell you, I want to emphasize the importance of having a hand truck or a cart um, some type of um, mechanism that will allow the the students and parents to to get a lot of belongings in without making several trips um, to the car. Um, we are um, we have taken the necessary steps to add several carts, laundry carts, and hand trucks. We'll have five stations um, positioned throughout our residential campus, and then of course we will not have enough carts and hand trucks for every single student so but we will have some that are available and um, and if parents do not bring any students don't bring their own uh, we will have one that they can check out but that's something that I, I think is essential for move in um, when you start thinking about uh, also think about water think about some some water ice um, things that can keep you cool on that day I cannot emphasize enough how hot it can get um, during that day. Towels, um, I think now they have, you know, towels you can ice up the night before and you can put them around your neck um, throughout the day to try to keep that, that body temperature um, cool. What are some must-have things that people should bring with them? And what are some things that you should maybe wait to buy at Walmart when they get here? Well, I, I tell you, um, things continue, items continue to evolve. I think that as parents and students, and think about what to bring. I always think about efficiency. Um, the spaces are not extremely large, but we all know now that um, so many products now come in small packages, but um, can can but can be very useful. 
So um, keep that in mind. I think that depending on where the student is living, um, they may have a bed that 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 can be bunked, or um, or they may want to look at getting risers. You can get risers from um, Walmart that will elevate the bed several inches, which will which will create more storage space for the student. Um, if you are interested in um, a loft um, for your room, which will create a lot of space underneath your bed, um, we have a partnership with University Student Services and USS, which is based out of Oklahoma City, which they serve um, housing programs throughout the entire country. And I would um, recommend you go on our website, um, search for USS University Student Services, and rent a loft if you're interested in that. Um, I think that um, refrigerators, um, all of our, as I think through all of our communities, um, our traditional residence halls, um, you're not going to have a refrigerator in your room, but we have common spaces or common kitchens where you can put items in those refrigerators. However, sometimes people may take um, those items. So if you want to secure your own refrigerated items, I would recommend you bring in your own refrigerator. Um, if you haven't heard about micro fridges, that's something to consider. Um, also, University Student Services, the company that I mentioned about the lofts, they also allow you to rent micro fridges. What are some things that are banned that yes. they cannot bring? Yes. I always think, always um, provide this advice, and that is make sure it's thermostatically controlled, meaning that um, you turn on the, the, the item, and if you walk away for an extended period, it will automatically shut off. Um, so that's something that we want to keep in mind, that um, we don't want you to have appliances that will stay on after you leave the room and go to class. Um, and that makes me think about candles. Candles, absolutely not. We cannot have um, those um, wax burners, scentsy burners, incense, anything like that we do, you cannot have. Flammable, li flammable liquids, um, hoverboards, and drones. Um, you do not need to bring wireless routers. That's something that is, mm -hmm. um, that is suggested or um, asked often by students. And, um, but we have Wi-Fi in all of our residential spaces and just spent the summer upgrading um, Wi-Fi. Um, you don't need to bring portable air conditioning units, um, space heaters, um, or washers and dryers. So we have, um, if you're in traditional halls, um, we have laundry rooms, and we've upgraded all of those in the last few years. And, um, and keep in mind, as far as cooking appliances, we do not allow any open coil type units. Okay, so what to bring and what not to bring, you should probably kind of coordinate this with your roommate. And having a roommate is a new thing for a lot of students is there any advice or tips or tricks you can give people for having a roommate for the first time? Yes, yes. And it's, that can be very stressful. And, um, but I want our students and, and the parents to understand that it's really a, a developmental opportunity. And, um, and really go into this, this partnership or agreement, however you want to look at it, as um, look at it in a positive manner. Um, try to identify commonalities. What can you do together? What what are some of the similar interests that you have? And um, because you're definitely going to have some differences. And um, what we're doing from, from a housing and residential life standpoint is that we're, um, we have a roommate agreement. 
So our community mentors who are our student leaders in our halls will sit down with the roommates and have a have an intentional conversation on how do they expect or how do they envision themse- themselves coexisting and um, what are their lifestyles like, what are their interests, and really try to get to a common ground. And in most cases, that works. Um, if it does not, and you feel like you've tried everything to, to make it work and it's just not going to, and that happens at times, um, we have staff in place and a process in place to to help students look at other options on campus. But um, but it's, it's when you start thinking about um, working in, in the workplace or um, being um, life after college, um, you need to know how to work with people. And so having a roommate and, and, and being able to make compromises and, and communicate your differences and your expectations it's just setting the groundwork for um, life in the workplace, I think. Right. All right. So students moving out of their house for the first time in their life might be kind of hard for parents, too. So what is some advice you could give to parents for helping their students out moving in, but also not being too overbearing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and, um, and I think it's great for parents to to be involved in their students' lives. Um, I invite that, but I do think there's a, there's a, has to be a balance. Um, students need to start being more independent. And I think college allows that. Um, and we will, on our end, from a housing and residential life standpoint, will um, definitely send out key information throughout the year to encourage parents to follow up with their students in regards to um, their financial situation. Um, how are they doing with their academics? Are they, are they keeping in touch with their academic advisor? Um, I think another key, a key, key point is that um, are they engaged? Um, we know and we see that um, we've done research on our campus. And thankfully, um, our chief wellness officer, Dr. Todd Meisner, has conducted research over the last two years, and we've noticed that if students can go to five to six activities or events during those first six weeks, their chances of making it to their second year increases significantly. Some students are going to be fine. They're going to transition into college without any problems, but then there's some that are going to maybe struggle initially. And I think we need to create an environment to make them feel comfortable and and getting them connected to some other peers and, um, and, and, and getting them connected to some organizations as well. So getting involved in, in the dorms or in campus life, does an RA help out with any of that? And what does an RA, what do they do? Yeah. And um, great question. And I could talk about that forever, <laughs> uh, um, Molly, I really can. And, um, and as, as you mentioned, and many, many parents, when they come to new student orientation, um, they ask about um, the RA position, and and um, and I let them know that we've changed the title of that, and we call it community mentor on our campus, but most campuses call it RA position, and um, we take that position very seriously, and um, we train our community mentors for about eight to nine days, and really trying to prepare them to be a support, to be to provide support for students. Um, 
they're definitely there to enforce policies and procedures, but they're there, but they do more than that. Um, they're going to know about all types of resources on campus to help get our students connected. Um, they're going to have intentional conversations with their residents. Uh, we've noticed that when our community mentors take time to really dig in and, and learn about um, their residents, we are able to um, identify whether or not students are having challenges at early stages. Um, we can intervene earlier before it's too late to where they're dropping out and feel like they can't continue. Um, so um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think the most important role of our community mentor is making sure that our residents are somehow, some way connected to the university. And there are many, many ways to do that. So living in a dorm, um, it's a lot different than at home. It's probably a lot louder. Hmm. Um, how much time can students expect to spend in their dorms? How much time should they? Are they able to do homework there? Should they do it somewhere else? Um, research shows that w when students are not in, their, in the classroom, they're usually in their living space. So we have an opportunity to really influence their lives. And I like to, to, to think that um, we have created many spaces throughout our residential campus where students can, can study. Um, if they don't want to study in their room, um, we have common spaces, depending on where you are, um, where we really try to upgrade furniture um, and, and to invite students to do group studying or individual studying in those spaces. Um, I would suggest um, students, when you, Molly, you mentioned earlier about what to bring, and I think earplugs probably would be something to bring because, you know, you are living in a situation where there are hundreds of other students. And so there are times that it may not be um, as quiet as, as you would like. Um, we do have quiet hours. Um, we have courtesy hours and quiet hours. Quiet hours means it needs to be strictly quiet. And then other times, people just need to be courteous and not and not be um, annoying and disruptive to other people's lives um, throughout the day. Living in a in a dorm can be really intimidating and scary. Is there any last advice you could give students and their yeah. parents moving into the res halls for the first time? Um, we're seeing over the last several years that students are bringing their friends from home to campus, and what I mean by that is. Because of the mobile devices, they're still closely connected to their high school friends, and it's a little bit more challenging for us as a housing department and as student affairs professionals to get those students out and about because they feel so comfortable still staying in, con in contact with their friends from high school. And so parents, um, help us, help your student understand that um, there are many opportunities on campus. We want to get them into face-to-face -face situations with their peers and um, and those first six weeks are crucial. And, and also, um, during those first six weeks, um, students have, a, have, a, have the potential to get to engage in high risk behavior. Um, you know, there's so we want to try to help create some healthy alternatives and stay away from those situations that um, can bring some significant consequences. Moving away from home and living in the dorms can be both exciting and intimidating, and there are a few important things to keep in mind. Make sure your items are thermostatically controlled, meaning that they will turn off when you don't use them for a period of time, that you and your roommate are able to openly communicate with each other, and that your community mentor, or your RA, 
is there to help you in whatever way they can, from roommate issues to getting involved. Also remember, your first year of college is a period of development and growth, and although staying in your dorm room can be tempting, don't forget to get involved and make new friends on campus. Thanks for listening. I'm Molly Shagru. Remember to subscribe and tune in next week for another edition of the Inside OSU Podcast. Podcast.